I guess we're back at it again. Left us at pod.com. Find me on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud. Um, shit, I don't know where the fuck I am. <laughs> I'm all over the goddamn place. But happy to be back with you guys another week. Talking about Power, Season 2, Episode 55. Who are you? And who you want to be? Odd use of language, because to, to say it sounds odd, but the message behind it, after watching this episode, kind of makes a lot of sense. Who you are, and who you want to be. Two totally different things. Usually in life, people think that they're more charming, likable, outgoing than they really are in reality you know other people view you a totally different way you know people live in their own realities I mean here in power we have people living different lives night and day you know but it's all for our entertainment and uh episode 5 was definitely an entertaining episode I mean I don't know Uh, I guess you know I gotta be real with myself it was okay. It was okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, I guess, I, I, I enjoyed seeing Tommy be play a small role. Because I take Tommy as being mm, a few marbles missing. I'm not going to say he's not intelligent, but he makes poor decisions. But his criminal mind is off the scales. You know how they say sometimes that, you know... When you see when you send criminals to jail, all they do is learn how to be better criminals because all you around is other criminals. So you pick up the criminal game. You pick up money laundering, how to get away with murder, probably, you know, sharpen up your interpersonal skills, your body language skills, you know how to read people, you learn about how to make money in all of these different type of underhanded ways, you know what I mean? Tommy's criminal mind is off the Richter scale. You might have to say he's a criminal genius. Ghost, on the other hand, he has a more suave type of business savvy about him with his knowledge on how money is made in the real world, I guess you could say. So I guess, you know, this episode kind of showed why they're both the yin, the yin to each other's yang. Because one hand washes the other, still sharp and steel. And to tell you the truth, you know, Tommy's definitely on the street level equal to Ghost of Steel. He's a cold-blooded killer. He's loyal, and he knows how to pull strings the right way. He can set up a crime. He can orchestrate a crime. He can pull off heist. I mean, goddamn. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I was impressed. I was impressed. But before we get into all that, let's go ahead and start at the beginning. I mean, here we are looking at ghosts and um, Tasha's. I don't know. Can we start to call this a failed marriage or a marriage that is in limbo? A falling apart, well, maybe we're separated type of marriage. Like, what's really going on here? I guess the kids now know what's going on. And you have his son, which I felt, you know, was kind of like cheesy. Hey, dad, got a girl at school, likes me. Another girl that likes me. You know, obviously I want them both. But 
I only like one of them. I don't know what to do. His dad gives him some advice, but to me, it was mirroring Ghost's situation so closely. It's like, I don't know. I didn't, I really wasn't feeling that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I think he just wanted to spend time with his father, which is, you know, obviously expected. So, you know, I guess just wanted to show Ghost's soft side or his family side or his capacity to be a family man, which is to me, I don't think on his high priority list. Let's just say that because motherfucker Lobos, I don't know what's going on in Mexico, but he just called out of nowhere like, hey, Ghost, all that cocaine I sent you. Yeah, you know, you're supposed to be my man. In the United States, you're supposed to be handling this weight for me. I want my money. And I was kind of, I thought that was odd, but I don't, I, obviously, you know, Ghost is not going to say no to Lobos. So he's like, sure, Lobos, I got your money. I'm your man. So he goes and hooks up with his right hand man and says, hey, look, Lobos is calling in for his money. Can we make it? You know what I mean? Can we get him his money? And I think the answer to that question was possibly. We can get him his money. There's a possibility that we can get it, but we're going to be cutting it thin. So I think Ghost just went into full, you know, desperation mode. And it was funny because the way Tommy even told Ghost when he went to the um, guy who's in charge of the Spanish gang, he says, hey, look, you know, this is what we're going to do. We're just going to take the Serbs out just like that. Just take him out. Let's start a war. As long as Lobos gets his money, I don't really care what happened. Tommy comes in like, and the guy, he's obviously, he wants a seat at the table. He's ride or die. He's ready to do whatever. And, you know, Tommy's like, hey, 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 look. Ghost, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? We can do this clean and keep our hands clean and not start a fucking war, but you're not thinking right, Ghost. You know, what's going on? And obviously... The Angela situation is getting to his head. He obviously doesn't want to die. He doesn't want his family hurt. So he needs to make this money. He wants to kind of work things out with Tasha, but he doesn't want to lose half his value. He's got this work thing coming on. He, excuse me, this work thing going on, which is kind of annoying because this fucking boss, I guess, you know, we all have bosses in our life that we hate, but this fucking boss is like always over his back. Like, hey. You know, even though I didn't give you the resources to do the job that you were, I asked you to do and that I expect you to do, thank you for pulling it off. And it's like, you're a good man, Charlie Brown. This motherfucker's like, what? Motherfucker. Oh, man, I really hope Ghost really gets over on that guy because, to me, the guy is really starting to get on my nerves because you're not giving him the resources. You're still in everything from under him that he's worked so hard for obviously people on the job are like you know we kind of they noticed the shift of power and they're like we, we like it better when you were in charge ghost and then you have angela's ex-boyfriend coming to interrogate um <laughs> ghost and you know what was funny was when ghost was in the office and i mean obviously it's not his office anymore but when he came in and the fbi was there FBI guy was there and he was trying to front like it was his office like yeah 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 have a seat have a seat you know <laughs> I was like holy shit uh, that was so funny to me I don't know if anybody else saw that but um yeah I mean obviously that was a prime moment because you know 
He's fucking FBI. He's intelligent. He went to, what is it called, Quantico or wherever the places where they send and train the FBI agents to be like super ninjas or, you know, shit like that. And, um, yeah. So the Angela thing is kind of crazy because, you know, Angela, you know, she's doing her pit bull thing, sniffing out shit, you know, obviously trying to be a productive member of the team when it comes to work. She's trying to pull her own weight. She's looking for ways to get in. They obviously have um, Tommy's girlfriend in questioning. And they're trying to turn her over. You know, they're trying to pull the first 48 on her ass. But, you know, to tell you the truth, I'm not a huge fan of Holly's. I feel Holly's a necessary evil. But I'm just not, I just don't like her because, you know, I'm with ghosts. She's a liability. You know, but as they said, Tommy likes some red and he likes some crazy. And I was kind of interested to see, hey, look, is this Holly girl going to come through? When she has this looming jail sentence over her head. And I'm like, hey, if Polly comes through, I might get an ounce of respect for her, you know, willing to go to jail for Tommy for three years, you know, for some bullshit, even though it was her own crime that they actually caught her on. But obviously, when the phone call came in during the interrogation, you know, they're going to cut her loose. But they don't know that. So, you know, they're doing the first 48. <laughs> They give you a sandwich, they give you a drink, they're your friends, they talk to you about your life, they're asking you for you to turn on these people, and to me and my mind, I'm like, Holly should know all of these tactics already, like, why is she even entertaining, why isn't she saying, where's my fucking lawyer, and, um, you know, I'm not saying anything, but I guess she didn't really give up any information, so that was a little interesting, and I guess we have to work toward that at the end, but, um, you know, that's the whole thing. Nothing really happened toward the end of the episode, and this is becoming an ongoing thing with power. Filler, 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 the last five minutes will leave you with a cliffhanger, and, I mean, I know this is not a shoot 'em up type of story. It's more of a criminal opera, you know, soap opera meets the street. But, you know, I just find myself kind of like zoning out because there's so much talking. Just, ugh, my God. So, um, I don't know if you can tell, I'm just not excited about this episode. <laughs> you know, the only, it was, like I said, the last five minutes. You know, you hit me with 40 minutes of filler. And five minutes of actual entertainment when things are happening, you can't expect me to be entertained by that. You can't expect for me to, you know, be up in arms and like, you know, like a fucking cheerleader about the shit. You know what I mean? The emotional, I'm so fucking, I'm not going to talk about the filler and how about that? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not even going to, I'm just going to talk about the shit that I want to talk about. And uh, to me, the, one of the strongest moments in the show was something that obviously they've been working toward for a season and a half actually because this is episode number five Angela finding out who Ghost really is and knowing that she's sleeping with the proverbial devil she's sleeping with the next man under Lobos and when it kind of hit her even though she was trying to play it straight in front of Holly, because Holly was like, you know, Holly, I respect the putting one and two together. Oh, I've seen you in Ghost fucking 
See, that's why you can't be fucking your girl on a job unless you're going to take it to the uh, copy room. <laughs> but I guess it was a club. I mean, people fucking the bathrooms. But, you know, Holly is like, yeah, you're the, you're the chick that fucked ghost. You're fucking DEA agent or FBI undercover. What the fuck is going on here? She's putting one or two together. And she's like, fuck that. I'm not going to jail. <laughs> I am not going to jail today. Nope. I got information that can save my ass. She obviously loves Tommy. And we can see why. Because I guess she grew up in foster care. Or she didn't know her mom. Or whatever. What other kind of bullshit happens with all of these fucking broken women. That they try to portray on fucking TV. Like if you don't have a dad. You know obviously. You're going to become this fucking career criminal. So whatever. She obviously had no hugs. So she just fucking dates fucking gangsters and shit and that's what she's attracted to because they understand where she's coming from and blah 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 so I can understand her loyalty to Tommy and why she kind of gave ghost ups I guess was it pressure that she it wasn't even any pressure I guess the pressure because he was about to send her on that bus to fucking Ohio but you know she gave ghost up like fuck it ghost is just a pawn if I'm, I'm, I'll save my ass and I'll save my man's ass because I know he'll look after me. And if Ghost has to go do some jail time, fuck it, let him go do it. And she basically dropped that fucking bomb. And Angela, when Angela broke down, I mean, fuck, I felt for her. I'm not gonna say that I cried like she cried, but the feeling was there with those flashbacks of like, you know this life that she's kind of dealt with with ghosts I mean even though she's a fucking mistress and I mean what else can you expect being a mistress it's the fact that the love is there between them it's so like kind of chemistry natural the natural chemistry between them you know you believe that they really love and care for each other so now with her being in this predicament that she's actually fucking dating the guy that they need to use to leverage to get Lobos I mean her heart broke I mean they gave her that little two minute crying scene in the bathroom stall you know because obviously when women want to cry they all cry in the bathroom (laughs) but um yeah she came back out like a trooper and let's see let's see let's see if she can play this face, you know, like the drama mask, where one's a frown and one's like an angry face, that's the type of face she's going to need to wear in this situation until she can figure out what does she want, does she want her career, or does she want to send the love of her life to jail, either way, it's a hard choice, and with her boyfriend, her ex-boyfriend, seeing that, you know, She's intimate. You see, that's the fucking shit. That's where Ghost fucks up. See, Ghost is the type of motherfucker. He's so rich. He could be one of them crazy boyfriends who just pop up and you don't even know it. You know what I mean? You just show up after work. Because he'll just show up with a coffee. She's coming from a job. She's on a run. He's, you know, he's fucking a stalker ass boyfriend. And this is one of the places, this is one of the times where his stalker ass got fucking busted. Because showing up late at night. For no apparent reason but to get the draws, you know, you done put yourself out there on Front Street. And um, I don't really know how this is going to turn out. Um, 
I would hope that Angela chooses Ghost over her job and figure out a way to get another person to be a scapegoat and take the bullet. But in order for that to happen, you know, you got to find that other guy. And so I think the dude who's asking to have a seat at the table is actually going to be the guy that they're going to put as Ghost because he's such a sacrificial character. You know what I mean? He runs a huge gang. He's already selling the dope, you know. He knows who Lobos is. Lobos just doesn't want to work with him. You know what I mean? So he seems like the person that they can put up as the um, sacrificial lamb and allow Tommy and Ghost to still be out there operating. But the only way they can do that is if, you remember how they started talking about that communication? So let's see how good Angela's and Ghost's communication is. And, um, you know, I think that's all for this episode. So, um, thanks for listening. It's been your boy, Left Unsaid Pod. You know where to find me. Facebook, Twitter, where else? YouTube, you know, like, comment, subscribe. You know, we out here. You know what it is. Peace.